What's up, ladies? I am back again for another episode of the Just a Girl podcast. I'm Lauren, your host, and in this podcast, we just really try to figure out life in our 20s and all the chaos and craziness that comes with it, um, mixed with lots of health and fitness and how to just live a better life um, from the inside and the outside. So um, I'm so excited to announce that enrollment for August is open for my Embrace a Sweat membership site. I am just so proud of this. I love all the girls that are getting into it. Um, so many of them that started when it first launched are losing weight, they're getting stronger, they're feeling more confident, um, and they're helping each other out, which I love. I think that it's so cool that they are able to kind of cheer each other on and motivate them and share their own advice and their struggles um, alongside each other because truly whatever you're going through, I promise you somebody else is in the same boat as you. And so you shouldn't have to do anything alone. If you're finally ready to give up your excuses and get those results that you've been chasing, I am here as your trainer to hold you accountable to your goals, give you the training and nutrition knowledge you need, and just really help you find sustainable, healthy habits that you can use all year round. If you are wanting like a quick fix, a magic program, a diet that is going to just help you like magically lose those 10 pounds in one month, this is not for you. I use science and evidence-based research to create workout and nutritional programs for you. The membership site isn't individualized. However, it is progressed from month to month. And so where in other subscription sites, you must you might just get like random workouts throughout the months. This one, everybody actually starts at month one. So it's almost like buying a year-long training book. Um, And I just like program it exactly like a what a one-on-one client. And so it is made to help you progress in strength, in um, like building your muscles, in feeling more confident, in really progressing your body in a systematic way versus just throwing random workouts at you that make you sweat and feel sore, but don't get you any actual lasting results. And so um, every single month you get a new ebook. We build off of habits that we are trying to make. And I really just want you to feel confident and comfortable enough to do this without needing somebody else. And if you're ready for that, if that sounds like something that you are so into, uh, you can sign up for just $37 a month for the membership site. Um, again, it's filled with workouts, ebooks, community support, education, and motivation from me to get you through each week and help you stay on track with your goals. Enrollment is only open for a couple weeks though, so don't miss out. Um, go ahead and click on the link in the show notes or go to my website, laurentaylorslifestyle.com, and you can click on the different coaching options once you get there. I'm not kidding you guys. You don't want to miss out. If you have been watching other girls do it, you've been following along on my Instagram, uh, those sorts of things, please don't miss out. I don't want you to waste another month of not getting the results that you deserve. Again, head to the show notes or to my website, laurentaylorslifestyle.com. Also, before we head into the episode, huge shout out to Cure Nutrition for creating products that help ease my anxiety and stress and really help me be the most productive during the day and sleep 
so deeply at night. Uh, you can check them out at curenutrition.com. Of course, use code Lauren Taylor for any and all of your supplement needs. I just, I couldn't say enough nice things about Cure Nutrition. I especially, so at the time of this recording, still don't have a teaching job for the fall. Don't know if I want to be a teacher. Don't know what I'm doing with my life. Super fun. So cool. Um, very thankful for Cody for being my lifeline and support. But um, the CBD that I take daily literally is a lifesaver um, for all of my pent-up stress, all of my mental breakdowns. Um, Cured Nutrition is there for me with all of their products. I don't think they make a bad product. My favorites are the Rise and Zen CBD. And again, check them out at curednutrition.com. Use code Lauren Taylor. There's also a link in the show notes um, here. Within this episode, though, um, diving right into things today, how to be consistent with your macros. So I don't know if you track your macros or whatever, but I think that there's this like huge misconception that they are very complicated. Not everybody can do it. Only bodybuilders count their macros. And it's so bad for you because you should just, like diet culture is horrible. Now, while some of those things may be true, yes, bodybuilders or like bikini competitors do track their macros. You don't have to be that strict with them. Now, I will also say that being strict and being consistent are not the same thing. If you've never tracked your macros before, I'm going to give you a little bit of a snapshot of what they are. And then if you want more information on them, seriously sign up for my online membership because I give you a whole ebook on how to set yours up, how to track them, all the ins and the outs of it. If you want more of an individualized program or you want um, more kind of hands-on approach, my one-on-one coaching, I will set up Zoom calls with you. We can talk things through. Uh, you get the same ebooks. I obviously will set your macros and change them for you on a weekly basis as they are needed to be changed. And I just really give you, you know, all the tools that you need to be able to do this on your own. Um, it's not as complicated as people might make it seem. You don't need to spend $70 on a macro ebook. Literally, such a waste of time. Spend the $37 a month or sign up for one-on-one coaching so that you get workouts and nutrition together. And like, I, all right, backstory. Here's my brain today already. Wow. I am all over the place. I suck at sticking to my notes on these things. Anyways, I just get so like passionate. Like I just love everything that I do. And I just like, I hate that people are sitting on the other side of this and they're not seeing results and they're so confused and they're getting bogged down by information by 20,000 different influencers that are trying to tell you what to do with your life. Like your body is not the same as somebody else's. What somebody else eats is not going to be what you eat. What somebody else needs is not maybe what you need. And so you need something that is like for you to actually see results, to stop like going through this whole dieting in and out phase and all or nothing mindset. Find what works for you. And that is what I am so passionate about helping people is being consistent, being able to find these healthy habits to live out every single day. You shouldn't be 
miserable in your body or hating the choices that you make. You know, we can have fun and we can be consistent at the same time. Being consistent and being strict are not the same. Like they're just, they're not. And if you're new to counting macros, your macros basically are what kind of make up your calories. So most people have done calorie counting before or they at least know what it is. They are familiar with counting your calories. So your macros make up your calories. You have protein, carb, fats. Those are the three macros. Macros is short for macronutrient, which means a nutrient that we need a lot of. You have your micronutrients, which are like your um, fruits, your vegetables, those sorts of things. Those are micronutrients because we need smaller doses of them. We need smaller amounts of your vitamins and minerals, and we need larger amounts of your proteins, carbs, and fats. So within each of these macros, they have different kind of calorie counts, I guess. So your carbs and your protein for every gram, it is equal to four calories. So this is how you can find it on the nutrition label. So every gram of carbs or protein is equal to four calories. Your fats, for every gram of fat that is in the product, there is nine calories. And so basically they take those things and then they make up the calorie count of food. So if you're counting calories, In a way, you're counting your macros, but just not as specific. Now, the benefits of counting your macros is that, especially with your protein, your protein is going to be most beneficial for your physique. Now, what I mean by that is protein is really hard to store as fat. So when we intake protein, it's basically going to help us stick to our muscles. Nobody wants to be a flatter, skinnier version of the body that they have. They want that toned look. They want to look like they have a little bit of musculature on them. They don't just want to be a kind of flabby skin, right? And so that's where the protein kind of comes in handy. It also is going to help you lose more body fat because it takes more calories to burn off. And so you're going to burn more calories at rest, which means that you can eat more or you can eat the same amount, but burn more calories and see those results that you want. Um, Your carbs are going to be super beneficial when you are working out, especially if you're lifting. They are our body's preferred energy source. And so your body wants to run off of carbs as much as possible. And so intaking enough of those carbs is going to help your body really be able to perform well and recover better. Your workouts don't mean anything if you can't recover from them. And so having enough carbohydrates in your diet is going to help you exponentially. I cannot say that enough. Um, You know, not shaming keto or anything else. I don't think that it is a great nutrition program. That's just my personal belief. If you want to follow it, go ahead and follow it. People can lose weight on keto. It's not like it's, it doesn't work. It's just that it's a lot harder to stick to, I think. And I just like lifting. If you're going to lift, you need carbs. And so then your fats are going to be used, especially for us women, as like our hormones, like our body needs fats. If you eat fat, that does not mean that you are storing that fat as fat. 
Your body still needs it as energy. It still needs it as fuel. It still needs it to recover. Your body needs all three of these. Okay. And so each of these macros are going to kind of help our bodies in different ways. And through sticking to them consistently, our body is able to kind of adapt to them and we can use them more effectively than we were before. Versus if you're kind of sporadic with them, your body is constantly confused as to what's coming in and out. Plus, if you do have specific physique goals or um, strength goals or um, body composition, whatever it is, hormones, like all of those things are going to affect the amount of these macros that we need. And when we have these goals, it's really hard to change your diet if you don't know what you're doing, right? And if we're just kind of going about our day and being like, well, I'm just going to eat intuitively. Again, not bad. Not bad at all. You can find results eating intuitively. That's not what I'm saying. But it is a lot harder to change your diet if you don't know exactly what you're eating, It's a lot harder to adapt the plan if you don't know if it's the carbs, the protein, the fats, the overall calories. What part of that is causing these issues? Now, I would say for a majority of people, it's simply just being consistent with something. And that's going to give you the most progress, no matter what it is, right? If you go to the gym seven days this week and then you go zero days the next three weeks. Yeah, those seven days, like, it's not like they're a waste, but it's not like your body is going to adapt if you then go back to the gym four weeks later and try to do seven days of workouts again, right? You're going to be stuck back at that place. You're not going to progress. Same goes with your macros. If you're constantly sporadic, your body has no idea how to adapt and to change with that. So um, that's a little bit of background just on the macros. And again, like if you need help setting up your macros, sign up for my subscription site, sign up for one-on-one coaching, and I can help you get all that set up for you, individualized for you, so that you have numbers that you can really be consistent with and that help fuel you. Um, You should not be dieting on 1,300 calories. You should not be eating 4,000 calories, right? There has to be that balance. And so finding what works for your body and then being able to adapt and change based on your body's biofeedback, based on your strength gains, all of those things um, is what's going to help you actually see those results. But being consistent is going to be number one. You can't change if you haven't given it a shot, right? Don't change your macros if you haven't been consistent where you're at because you don't know what the issue is. You don't know what to change, So being consistent really starts with like preparing. So my biggest thing, especially for people who are new to counting their macros and to tracking, is to pre-track every single meal, at least for the first couple weeks, if not the first couple months. When you go to bed at night, 
or on Sundays or Saturdays, whenever you meal prep through for your week, or even if you don't meal prep, like if whenever you decide what you're going to eat for the week, right? When you go grocery shopping, whatever it is, I would literally sit down and you can listen to last week's episode on like grocery shopping and some of my ideas around that. But I would sit down and I would write down like what I'm going to have for breakfast, what I'm going to have for lunch, what I'm going to have for dinner. And then based off of those things, you can change around like, okay, well, instead of, you know, one piece of toast for breakfast, I'm going to have two pieces of toast because I have a lot more carbs that I need to fill up for my day. Maybe what you need to do is you need to add in a snack. So then you say, okay, well, I have about enough for like one extra like meal. So I'm going to add in at some point during the day, I'm going to eat, you know, a protein shake, an apple, and some peanut butter with my apple. That might help you get to your goal. If you try to go in in the morning and are like, well, I'm just going to track everything as I eat it, especially if you're new it's going to be really hard to hit your number spot on and you're going to end up with like 60 grams of just protein left at the end of the day and you'll be like, I have no idea what to eat. I'm not going to eat a bajillion egg whites, right? And so it's super important to have that plan ready to go. Plus then when you get to the day of, you already know what you're going to eat. You know how much you're going to eat. You don't even have to like sit there and track everything because you already tracked it. You already know what your kind of goals are. And so that is like going to set you up for the most success. If you, there's some saying, it's like if you fail to, if you fail to prepare, prepare to fail, right? And something like that. I don't know if that's actually the thing, but it's pretty close. Basically, it's like saying, if you're not, if you're not setting yourself up for success, you will fail. So you have to set yourself up. This even means throughout the weekend. I'm not saying that you can't go out and have fun or you can't go and have a free meal or an intuitive day. Whatever that looks like for you and your plan is going to be different. But if you go into that weekend, you only plan Monday through Friday and now it's Saturday and you already ate out at a Chinese restaurant earlier that week and you want to stick to your macros, but all your friends are going out, it's going to be a lot harder to stick to your plan because you're going to be like, oh, well, screw it. I don't have anything tracked. I don't have anything prepared. I'm just, I'll just go out and eat and I'll just find something while I'm there. Like that is not going to be the most beneficial for you. And so Plan out literally Monday through Sunday, plan for your intuitive day or for your free meals or whatever that looks like in your plan because you still need efficient amounts of your macros before you go out to eat. Like just because you go and have a free meal doesn't mean that your whole day is like shot out the window and you can just binge eat whatever you want, but it also doesn't mean that you should be starving yourself up until that meal. That is for a whole different episode on cheat meals or free meals, whatever you want to call them. But plan out your meals Monday through Friday. When you plan them, I would really like, I would have staple meals. And so, or at least like items or products that you use consistently. I eat the same foods all the time. 
that helps me be super consistent with my macros because if I constantly am like trying to find new ideas, I'm constantly trying to find new recipes and stuff, it's a lot harder. Whereas I know like, okay, I know I need about this much chicken, this much, you know, rice or potatoes or whatever it is. And, you know, some vegetables spruced in there, right? That's easy for me to eat. Once I have them tracked, especially in my fitness pal, you can save it as a meal or you can save it as a recipe. And then the next time you go and do it, you don't have to like retrack everything. If you eat the same thing for breakfast every day, track it as a meal or a recipe and then it's done. You can just input that every single week and you know like, okay, well, I know that I have, you know, 40 grams of protein, 50 carbs and 12 grams of fat for breakfast most days. Then you can plan your lunch and your dinner kind of around that because it's already so like you're so used to eating that amount of food. And then like you don't have to get like super boring with them. Like cycle through meals that you enjoy. So if you really are into um, a stir fry this week, like try to have it a couple times and then input some other recipes that you like or that you want to try. And then the next week, you know, maybe you keep with the stir fry for a couple days and then you mix in something new. I a lot of times go through cycles of things that I like, like I'm either eating eggs for breakfast or I'm eating oatmeal. Those are kind of my like two things. Right now I'm on an egg kick. I'm sure I'll go back to protein once it gets to, or protein, once it, wow, oats, once it gets a little bit cooler throughout the fall because I want something warm and yummy. And right now I'm very much just like, I want something light. I want something fresh. I want more savory, right? And so it's okay to cycle through things. You don't have to eat the same thing every single day, but as long as you kind of have those staple meals or items that you constantly get to at the grocery store, you constantly are prepping, it's going to be a lot easier to track them and be consistent with your overall macros for the day. My second tip is to meal prep. Um, I know some people really hate meal prepping, but it does make a world of a difference. Once you get kind of your different products at the store, what I would do is I would just meal prep like all of my meat. And so if I was going to like grilled chicken, I'd fire up the grill, I would grill up all my chicken, and then I would cut it up and I would put it into just one big container. Instead of doing like 20 different smaller containers, I would just do it all in one. It's easy for me to kind of, well, now that I'm home for the summer, obviously it's way easier. I don't really have to meal prep. Um, but especially when I was in school is I would just like meal prep. And then the morning of when I was packing my lunch, I didn't have to make the meat and the veggies and everything else. I could just kind of pour them into my own container for the day and then take it. When I'm sitting at home, it's also really helpful for that because I like to heat it back up on the stove if possible or in the air fryer or the oven so that it tastes more fresh um, and not like I zapped it in a microwave. And so that can be really helpful too. Plus then if you are, you know, cooking with somebody else or a friend, a roommate, a boyfriend, whatever, um, then they might need different amounts of it. And so you don't have to 
waste of space in your fridge with 20 different meals for the day or for the week, you can just kind of separate all my chicken is in this one, all my beef is in this one, all my vegetables are in this one, all of my potatoes are in this one, you know, whatever it is, cook it all up, put it in one big thing, and then you can dish it out more the next day. And again, at the beginning, don't overcomplicate your meals. Like, especially at first, it's going to be really hard to be consistent with your macros if you're trying to make a bunch of hot dishes and you're trying to do like whatever somebody else made on Instagram or Pinterest or wherever you found it. Like, just don't overcomplicate it. Pick a carb, a protein, and a veggie. Add in your sides, add in your fixins, and you're good to go. Now, I get that that's not the case for everybody, and like some of you might be living at home, or you might be living on a dining pass in college, or um, whatever it is, right? It might not be super um, applicable, I guess, for you to be making all your own meals and separating things like that, but that goes back to preparing and setting yourself up for success by pre-tracking things. Most times, people know the night before or the morning of what they're going to have for dinner. And so ask your parents, you know, hey, what are we going to have for dinners this week? Or maybe you even go and plan things with them. Or maybe you say, hey, you know, I'm just going to buy my own things and I'm going to make my own meal tonight, right? And obviously, that's different for everybody. My parents were like, totally fine with it. I got my mom to track her macros. My dad um, did it for like one month. (laughs) But he was always really good about like making everything kind of separate. So if we were going to have, you know, some sort of family, like traditional family meal, he would just keep the items separate. So instead of putting like, um, like one thing, (laughs) totally Midwestern of me, But we would have shepherd's pie, which is like mashed potatoes and beef and vegetables and stuff in it. And so what he would do is he would just make everything separate. Instead of putting it into one pan and making like a complete hot dish, he would just have everything separate. And then we could all dish up, you know, I want this amount of potatoes. I want this amount of beef. I want this amount of vegetables. And my parents are super understanding and supportive. And so that was something that they started doing, which my mom actually really enjoyed because she doesn't eat as much as my dad. And my dad enjoyed it too, because he could add more of his helpings to his dish than maybe my mom and I would. And so have those conversations with the people around you. I'm sure they are going to be like, okay with it. Um, And if not, you know, you can still prepare, you can still plan, you can still be consistent. That is not an excuse to not track or to be hundreds of calories off of your targets. Um, But yeah, that's basically what I would do, especially in um, when I first started tracking is it was basically like protein, carb, veggie, and that's really easy to mix up so that you don't get so bored. It doesn't have to be chicken, rice, and broccoli. Like, you can do beef and potatoes or pasta or uh, bread or whatever you wanted to do as those and mix up your vegetables according to the season that we're in because they're going to be more on sale. They're going to be fresh. They're going to be cheaper. You know, things like that. And 
if you are, you know, going out. So like I had talked about with kind of your free meals, you're going out, your friends are going out, you don't want to say no. Every single place has a menu online. If you're looking at MyFitnessPal, you could even look up the restaurant. If it's a well-known one or a chain restaurant, they have them on MyFitnessPal a lot of times. Or else just go on to their website on your phone and look up like their nutrition menu. And it will literally break it down from your calories, your proteins, your fats, your carbs. It will tell you all of them and you can either choose one meal or you can mix and match. Like a lot of times when my carbs were lower when I was dieting, right now I'm in more of a maintenance phase and so I have more calories to kind of work with. But when I was in a dieting phase and my carbs were pretty low, I would go out and I would be like, okay, I'm really in the mood for some fries. Like I really want fries. So I would get the fries, but then instead of the bun, I would get a lettuce wrap for the bun. Or I would exchange the meat in the burger for a chicken breast. Or I would add, you know, some sort of protein to the meal if it didn't have anything. Like I'm a huge like salad person. And so if it didn't have any meat on it, I would just say, hey, can I get some chicken on this? They can do that. You can say, don't cook it with oils or butter. You can say, like, they literally cater to you. Like, they want you to pay. They want you to come back. And so they will do whatever it takes. The first couple times you go out, yeah, your friends might look at you a little bit funny. But imagine how you're going to feel at the end of that night or the next day when you're like, wow, I made this sacrifice, but I feel so good about myself. And I feel so confident. And I am so glad that I stuck to my plan and I didn't get the 3,000 calorie entree that my friends were eating, right? And I think that's what it kind of comes down to is your whole mindset around it. If you want to be consistent, you'll figure it out. If you want to derail your progress and sabotage it, you will. Like, it is totally your choice. It is totally what, however you want to live your life, live your life. I'm not here to tell you or to shame you or anything. I'm just saying, from personal experience, if you want to figure it out, you will. And so, if you're going out, that's not an excuse to derail your macros for the day. There's a time and a place to have free meals. There's a time and a place to enjoy without thinking about it. I love giving this flexibility to my clients. Every single one of my clients has free meals or intuitive days where they can go out and enjoy any sort of meal. But this is what I'm talking about if you are trying to be consistent with it or you're going out, you know, multiple days in a row and you're like, well, I can't sacrifice every single meal. And so I'm going to, you know, hit my targets with this one, but then tomorrow I'm going to just eat whatever I want on it. Totally doable and realistic. Look up the menu beforehand, pre-track it, figure out what you need for the rest of your day, um, especially if you know you know that you're going out at night. Do it in the morning, do it the night before, so that leading up to it, you are still able to stay on track and go into the meal knowing that, like, you've got it, that you can eat the meal, enjoy the meal. You don't have to be stressed about it looking at the menu while sitting at the table around all of your friends. You can just, like, know going in, like, hey, yep, I'm going to get this. 
already know that it fits with my macros. I'm feeling good. Um, okay, only two more things. Thanks for bearing with me today. So I think another big misconception is that people think that they need to hit their macros like to the gram. They try to, if your goal is 120 grams of protein, you try to get to 120 grams, even if it means taking off like, I don't even know, like I would take off literally grams of something to make sure that I hit it. That is so not the case. You don't need to hit your numbers spot on, but to be consistent, you want to be kind of within a range of 10 grams on either side of like your proteins and carbs and about five grams on either side of your fats. This gives you a little bit of flexibility throughout your kind of nutrition program. If you're sitting at, again, if your goal is 120 grams of protein and you're at 112, like you're close enough for the day. Like don't worry about eating one slice of ham, right? Just go to bed. Like, don't worry about that. The issue comes when we are consistently under or over each of our macros because, again, in order to change, in order to see progress, in order to track results, you want to be as close to the same as possible. And so, um, my clients, I typically will work with clients on a higher carb, lower to moderate fats. And that's why you just like, you don't want to be too off on fats just because there isn't as many to work with. And they, they just get a little bit more tricky. I don't know. Um, you don't have as many, so it's makes more of a difference if you're going to be under or over 10 grams. Um, and then lastly, be patient. The more you track, the easier it gets. You know, at first, you're going to have to spend more time and be more diligent about pre-tracking, cooking things, meal prepping, um, looking up menus, balancing out, you know, serving sizes and things like that. But pretty soon, the more that you do it, it kind of becomes second nature. Like you're going to understand more about what's in a food, what makes up foods, what helps you feel good where you can make adjustments to, you know, all those things, it seriously does become a lot easier. And then the more that you count, you can enjoy more intuitive days and intuitive meals because you have the knowledge and the background of being like, okay, this is what a serving size of protein looks like. Or this is how I feel when I eat this much of food. Or this is how I feel when I eat this much. This is what I like to eat going into my workouts. Whatever it is, it gets easier. You have to be patient. You have to put in the time to figure it out. But at the end of the day, you're going to learn it. Like I said, it's totally your choice. Like if you want to be consistent, you'll figure it out. If you want to see the results, you'll figure it out. Um, that's kind of what I brainstormed as some of the most beneficial things to consider on how to be consistent when tracking your macros. Obviously, there is a lot more things that you could do. There is probably a lot better ways that I could have said these things more eloquently, 
but I just kind of ramble. Um, I do have some interviews set up for people to come and join on, which is super exciting. Again, if you have anybody that you think that would be cool to have on, could be anybody with any story, any background. Um, this is just a platform for women and other voices to kind of raise awareness, speak about their twenties and thirties and life and just being an adult and all of the different circumstances that we all go through. So, um, with that, if you again are interested in counting your macros, signing up for my membership site will help you get there. Signing up for one-on-one coaching. Um, I give you all the tools and everything. All the links are in the show notes or everything is also on my website, laurentaylorslifestyle.com. And until next week, I hope that you crush your goals. I hope that you are more consistent this week than you were last week. It's all about those baby steps. So I will talk to you later.